1: Now, here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Ah, quiet. Don't we love quiet? We're talking about quiet times. How are you today? Have you had any peace? Have you had any quiet? We all need it, don't we? Oh, so busy. Rush, rush, rush. Everyone talks all the time, nonstop. And we just need some quiet time. And especially quiet time with the Lord. It's one thing to be quiet. It's another thing to spend time quiet with God. He needs to hear from us. He longs to spend time with you, and we long to spend time with Him. You know, I was telling you yesterday we have this farmhouse. Oh, we're redoing a farmhouse, and it's it's fun. But oh boy, it's not it's not finished yet, and it's been quite the project. It was a true fixer upper truly fixer upper from the 1900s. And so I have my quiet time. I call this I'm glamping. (laughs) I have a camping chair upstairs and it's warm up there and it's quiet. So it doesn't have to be fancy wherever your quiet time is. I do put my chair next to the window because I want to see a bird. I want to see some blue sky. I want to see some green grass. And and so I think about that. Where is your quiet time place do you have a set place? We talked yesterday about a time, a set time and a set place. But, yeah, for me, that's it. You know, when I was a kid, it was so much fun because our the neighbor behind our house was a farm. And so I think part of the reason I'm so in love with farms is both of my grandmothers each had 80 acres in Kentucky when I was a kid. And then when we lived in Kentucky, the the farm behind our house went on forever. And that farmer told my parents the kids can play back there he didn't mind and so he let us play back there so we felt like it was our farm i mean you couldn't even see the farmer's house from our yard it, it just went on for miles so i love a farm but as a kid i would climb a tree and pray i didn't realize i was having a quiet time but i accepted christ when i was 7 years old and i would pray i would climb trees and pray i would uh, i would go outside into the farm and you know there are all these weeds and in the field and I would press them all down and make me a little hiding space and put a blanket down or a towel down and just look at the clouds and look at the sky and talk to God. And so I don't know where your place is going to be. It might be in a tree. It might be outside. It might just be in your apartment, in your basement. It could be anywhere, but a quiet time is really important. You know, when, when we were finishing yesterday, it said in Isaiah thirty fifteen, in repentance and rest is your salvation in quietness and trust? Is your strength? But you would have none of it. You said, "No, we will flee on horses." Therefore, you will flee. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? We're like, "No, I want to go fast. I want, I've got. I've got things to do, people to see, places to go. Right? I do not have time to slow down and be quiet. But one thing that I've learned is that when I slow down to be quiet, God meets me there. God gives me more time, more energy. And so I just challenge you to find that place. And when you sit down, the presence of the Lord will come. It may be slight at first until you learn to recognize his tangible presence with you. But just tell him, Lord, I'm here to meet with you in prayer to say, God, I, I open up my hands to you. I say, I bow my head to you. I'm here to meet with you. Speak to me. Comfort me. Encourage me in this time. So so, what else do we need to do? So you're like, okay, Jennifer, so I've got a time, I've got a place, but I don't know what to do. I, I mean, it feels like the clock is going so slow when I sit down to be quiet. But you you need an agenda, some sort of an agenda. You know, you don't always need to stick to it. You want to be free-flowing. You you know, God may change it. You want to be soft with it. But it says in Psalm 119, 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto unto my path so we want his word to be a, a foundational in your quiet time and so it just really depends on your personality you you can't work force something to go against your natural design and, and i don't know about you but my natural design i'm spontaneous i like to have fun i like to be creative i like things to be different and change I, and other people they like a routine and they want it boom 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 the same my My husband loves a methodical method. He loves that. He thrives on that. And that's good. That's not a bad thing. So either way, what is your personality? And you want your quiet time to fit your personality. So you go with what you are wired to do. Some people can eat the same lunch on their diet every day, but not me. I want something different. And when I cook, I like to cook, cook new things. So... Anyway, so that's how it is with my quiet time. I love change, and I love everything relational. So for me, prayer is huge, and it's not just Bible study. I have to, I want to study my Bible, but I also want to pray. So I like to pray in a quiet time, and prayer is just so sweet. So, you know, you may want a dedicated reading plan or dedicated prayer plan. I do keep a list of people that I'm praying for. And I'll tell you a little key. Get your Bible, get your ink pens, your coloring pencils, however you want. But put a list of who you're praying for in your Bible. And it helps you to be prompted to remember, I'm praying through this. And as big things happen, as, as prayers are answered, date it, sign it. Say, hey, this happened on this date. It's just a fun thing to look back on later. I keep a journal and I keep a journal because I want to talk to God. And it's one way when I don't know what to pray, I begin to write and I can sometimes I can get my feelings out if I'll keep a journal and write. And I do I want to write down those answers to prayer because it is fun to look back. And that's, a you know, that's something you can pass on to your kids one day, you know, and they're going to look through that and see, wow, you know, mom or dad really did believe God. And so I'll get you a good, good journal that you like. And then what about a Thompson Chain Reference Bible? Do you have one of those? A Thompson is my favorite Bible. I like to, to do topical studies, so maybe I need to forgive somebody. <laughs> uh, I'll go through all these scriptures on forgiveness. But what's really fun with a Thompson Chain Reference is it starts in Genesis, and there's a numbering system. So Genesis to Revelation, every place it mentions forgiveness, it will take you through the entire Bible in order on that topic. So it's very cool. So you might wake up one morning and you're like, okay, I want to learn about worship or prayer or, you know, heart or the home or forgiveness, whatever your topic. And you can, you can literally study it from Genesis to Revelation in order Everything the Bible has to say on that one topic. Very cool. So I have a Thompson. I also have like. I love a good study Bible. So I'll read through methodically. Because I'm trying to. Understand certain things. And if I don't understand the verse. I love that there's notes. On that page. At the bottom of the page. So a, a good study Bible. Really is motivating. At least it is for me. So and then. Uh, Another a couple more patterns. These are just ideas to throw out, maybe to to motivate and excite you. But Proverbs is 30, 30 verses. And so you can do one a day. One, one, not verses, but chapter one a day for 30 days. So if I wake up and it's the 12th, I read the 12th. If I wake up and it's the 30th, I read the 30th. So that's kind of fun. But you might do an Old Testament passage, a proverb, a psalm. I love the psalms as a prayer. And then slowly read through the Gospels or slowly read through Paul's letters. So that's another way that you could do it. And then another thing that I love to do, I mark my Bible where I'm reading. So say I'm reading the Gospel of John. I'll put in there April of 2022 or Easter of 2022. I read the Gospel of John. And why is that important? Because over time, you look back and you're like, oh, wow, I've read the Gospel of John like five times in the past five years or two times in the past one year, you know, and it just kind of gives you a reference. And then and then you're in the Old Testament, and you're like in Habakkuk and you're like, oh, man, I haven't read Habakkuk since 20, you know, 21. (laughs) And so uh, or 20, (laughs) oh, one. Anyway, 20 years ago, I read Habakkuk, you know, and, and that's where it's kind of cool is if you begin to 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 date where you read a certain book, it makes your Bible yours. And you're like, oh, i got to go back and reread Leviticus because I haven't hit that for a long time. <laughs> so anyhow, that's just a thought there, but I love to do that. And, and it just makes the Bible so personal to me. I also, I incorporate worship. I love to sing. I love to connect to God through worship and I enter his presence with song and gratitude. And, you know, I I, sometimes I just don't feel like doing any of this or you don't. And so you can't really base it on your emotions, but you base it on God is worthy. God is holy. God is first. And I'm giving him this time and he can do what he wants in this moment and in this time. And he can take it and, and it's his and so sometimes when I really need to enter into His presence, I'll just begin to put on a worship t- song and and just let Him know how much I love Him, how much I adore Him, and then it, it's almost as if He leads the rest of the time. You know, it says in Psalm forty six ten, "Be still and know that I'm God." Be still and know. And sometimes just sit in solitude before the Lord, and that's my agenda. I just sit there and say, God. I'm just I'm here. I'm sitting here. I'm listening, I'm waiting, and I have to put my phone in a drawer because if I see it, I'll be sitting there in my in my time and I'm going, "Oh, I see my phone. I need to look at it." <laughs> so it's so tempting to me. So if you if your phone is a temptation to you, put it in a drawer. Then you can't see it. When your quiet time's over, you pull it out. My sister and I were talking about this the other day. We we're talking about when we were kids because we didn't have phones. And we did, you know, I I told you earlier, my grandparents had all this acreage on these farms and and we backed up to a farm. But we we had so much time to imagine and to play and to think. And when we were outside, it was our time with God because we knew God and we loved him and we spent time with him. And today, you know, these devices, they just get in the way of the quiet time. So, oh, I hope. That This encourages you to be still and know that I am God, Psalm 4610, to take some time, some quiet time, find a, find a time, find a place, find some motivation along the way. What are you going to do in that time? Make a little plan. You know, if you have a plan, you'll probably actually accomplish it and God will lead you. He's going to guide you. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson and you are listening to Simply for Women. It's a great day. We've got an awesome guest coming right up that you do not want to miss. So stay, stay, stay with us. And while you're waiting, go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org. I have some recipes for you. I have some prayer cards, some books, so much more. Stay with us. You're listening to Simply for Women.